Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening from, wherever you're watching from, but listening on your favorite podcast platform, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, you know, and the others, you know them. You know, it's International Women's Day had passed uh, on uh, March 8th, right? 2022, we're in now. And then what happened is that the celebration of women continues. A lot of people didn't know, but we are really celebrating what they call the month of women history month, sorry. And um, it, it's, a, it's an extension of the women's day celebration. And, and you know, I, I welcome that. It, it's always important to celebrate our women. And this month is the month of women history of women and and we continue the process continue my series of challenge women the voices of challenge women this is part two and uh, i i have with me a guest who was on part one and you know i have not talked to her uh, as an individual before and i i brought her back to 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 talk about her challenges her challenge in them and women who are in their 30s and above would not want to miss this episode because it's very important as your life changes and you you tend to to be experiencing uh issues with 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 your your female health issues that is and uh, we'll talk more about that men you don't want to to miss this either because i have a surprise for you something many men don't know right and and and, and I, I i need to say it throughout the, the the course of this um episode you know talk a bit about it and see how much my guest ellen um franco will, will be able to 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 um, mention more and that but i i'm gonna let ellen into the groove ellen how you how you doing welcome back to can you exploration your topic in the podcast i'm dr can you white how are you doing I'm doing good, Dr. White. Thank you for having me back on your show. So happy to be here and share my story. Yeah, definitely. But you know, I'm going to start off with something um, that I always start my guests off with. Um, Your childhood. Tell me about your childhood. Tell me about the struggle you went through as a child. All of us, most of us had gone through a bit of struggle. You know, what what your childhood was like. (laughs) Well, my childhood was kind of very challenging because um, I felt that um, there was a fact in the culture of the Dominican culture, parents tend to, back in the day, not of course that's happening today, but back in the day, communicate very little with their children. So I struggled a lot with uh, the lack of communication from my home, you know, from my parents. And um, so I was very much within to myself. I kept things to myself. I didn't speak that much. And I was really kind of shy back when I was uh, younger and used to hang out with one friend really. Okay. And we just always played uh, parcheesi and had um, grilled cheese sandwiches. I remember having those um, walk to school back and forth from school, talking to him and we would fight all the time. But there were happy moments. You know, those were happy moments. I used to go to church and have girlfriends that would go to church. And um, I really enjoyed that part of uh, growing up. And we were really also 
um, very close with family. So I would see my grandmother every week. So that was always a joy when grandma used to visit us. Oh, great, great. I love that. Ellen, you, you are on um, part one of, of this series with, with the other ladies, um, Natasha, Melanie, and um, Stephanie. And I, I, I bring you in now because I, I didn't get to talk with you as an individual. And I, I'd want you to, to express your challenge, especially as it relates to the, the menopausal um, episode. Um, can you can you tell us more about that that challenge that you have had are still having as it relates to the menopausal episode? Yes, absolutely. Um, completely changed my life. Back in 2019, um, I had applied for a new role and in a session with my career ladder in the corporate world, I, be, uh, I was given a, a new position as a program manager at the time, but my body at the same time had transitioned into perimenopause. And there is uh, in multiple symptoms, over 40 symptoms that a woman can experience during, during this transition. And for me, it created daily havoc in my life, um, not only personal, but at work as well. Um, it was hard for me to concentrate. Everything that I knew up until that point became like, I didn't know it. I was totally confused all of a sudden. Yeah. And it's like all, everything that I've done for over 10, 13 years, all of a sudden was out the window because I, I had a lot of brain fog. I couldn't concentrate, I couldn't focus, and I wasn't sleeping. Um, for the prior to 2019, I was already experiencing symptoms that I did not know, but I now know due to hindsight. And that was not sleeping, full night's sleep, waking up in the middle of the night. So when I transitioned over, um, it just was more of, um, health issue for me it started breaking my health down oh. and eventually i i had a health breakdown and ended up in short-term disability a couple yeah. of months later yes yeah yeah you, you know this thing about menopause I, I many persons really do not know what this is you know do not have a definition for this but i've done my research but uh it, you know <laughs> definitely <laughs> and, uh, and uh, i i I, I realize that that um, there there is really a definition for this menopause thing, and uh, I, I I I get to understand it's really a, a sort of a, a cessation of the the menstrual due to a number of things. What 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 is your um, personal definition of it? Of My menopause? personal definition of that, Doctor White, is really that um, your reproductive system is passing the baton to the adrenals to now create the sex hormones that women need to have a balanced body. And in that transition, it's a huge transition that um, is happening in the body. And as the body is passing this on to the adrenals, there's a lot of things that comes into, into um, factor or contribute to all the ailments that we experience during um, that transition so for me it's a passing of the baton okay. um a, a, a decrease of progesterone and estrogen especially estrogen being our main hormone that yeah. creates a roller coaster ride for us yeah you mentioned something about perimenopause and i i i have realized that 
the, the onset of menopause um, could be between 45 and 55. However, women in, in their 30s, perhaps late 30s, that's before 40s, naturally, um, who, who, who could experience what, 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 what the, the, the experts call premature menopause and with early um, stages of menopause happening um, 41 to 45. Uh, talk to me about the onset. When was that for you? And, and what are some of the challenges that, that women face um, during the, the, the menopause stage? Yeah, so what happens is, Dr. White, is that um, you the average age for women to start transitioning could be from 40 plus, um, but it can happen in mid early 30s. And it all has to do with DNA, family history, how many eggs you have when your sister, when your body decides to that's it, it's enough, I'm not going to produce no more eggs. So women start experiencing that transition in multitude of ways. You can experience that with headaches, not sleeping, gaining weight, unexplained gain weight, which is the number one pain point for women. And that was one of my that was one of my first challenges. In 2017, I was having unexplained gain weight and I couldn't understand where it was coming from because I was eating healthy and working out. And I thought that was enough, but eventually it, it turned out that it wasn't. But there's also lack of sleep. There's hot flashes. And I experienced all these challenges, sweating constantly, you know, the hot flashes at night as well. It was very difficult to have a full night's sleep. There's the headache. There's the moodiness. There's multitude. And I had a lot of those um, experiences at the same time. Yeah. You, you talk about... Uh, um perimenopause. What, what's that? What, what's the difference there? Okay, so there is a difference, Dr. White. Thank you for asking. So see, perimenopause is when women average age from 40 on can start to transition. There's three phases in total. Perimenopause, which is from 40 plus average, and then menopause, which is usually from 50 plus, and then postmenopause, um, which is after menopause. So what happens is, Dr. White, that when you're in menopause, the, the, the stages overlap with one another. Okay. And you perimenopause can last for a year, four years, 10 years. Oh. It depends. And then you're in menopause when a woman's menses stops for a year. If your menses stops for a full year, then that's it. You're in menopause. And then shortly after you're in post-menopause. But pre-menopause, the one you mentioned, yeah. this happens when there is really something else going on in the body. Okay. Usually some women experience this due to trauma or because their eggs have stopped, your, the body has stopped producing eggs, an emotional impact, traumatic events to the body. And that's when your body kicks in into pre-menopause or i've known of women that went into pre-menopause because they had an accident okay this is how delicate it is so so you're saying to me then to my audience that a, a, a woman who is perhaps in her mid-30s can go into to this um premature let's let's go there menopause because of an accident or something that 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 you know create a medical change within her body there's the potential, yes. There's um, there, there's one case, Dr. Anna Kabeka. She's a, a 
um, functional medicine doctor and she's well known for helping. She's well known for the hormone fix. Mm -hmm. And she went into premature, premature menopause when she experienced the loss of her child. Wow. And when she went to the doctors, doctors had said that she was no longer going to be able to have children because she was in menopause. And it was that emotional traumatic event that she experienced that put her body into a, a menopause state. But she was able to reverse it. Her story is amazing. And uh, she has yeah. touched the lives of many women. Yeah. Uh, this is Kenyut Exploration. I am Dr. Kenyut White. Those listening on their favorite podcast platform, those watching on our YouTube channel, Canyon Media, uh, welcome. You know, uh, Ellen, this thing, you know, about the challenges that women face during the, the menopausal stage, it, it, it's 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 important for men to know as well. And I before I Absolutely. before I before I I um. <laughs> Tell the men what I would want to say to them that would perhaps surprise them. Let, let us look at some of the, 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 the challenges, the symptoms that, that women have when they're going through menopausal stages. Well, um, there's plenty of them, Dr. White. Um, yeah. I'm going to list off the top ones that um, are experienced. Yes, the hot flashes, the night sweats. And this, very, this makes a woman very uncomfortable because you feel like you're burning from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And nothing, not even a shower can help you because it's happened to me. Mm -hmm. There is um, the moodiness that comes with the menses coming and going that it's not no longer regular. Mm -hmm. So that's irritability. You could one minute, you don't know what's going to happen the next, you know, mm -hmm. there's of course the reduced libido. There is, you know, there we experience a reduction in um, progesterone and when estrogen starts to decline that mm -hmm. as well contributes to our you know our hormones not being balanced so our libido is greatly affected by it and but you know there are ways to overturn that so there is hope um, disrupted sleep patterns for sure is one that i experience and many women wake up in the middle of the night with racing thoughts and anxiety um feeling that their their future is uncertain they feel like they're in an alien body it's really really um it's really decapi decapitating if you will or debilitating is the word i'm looking for it really debilitates us and it really takes our our well-being takes a, a a turn for the worse dry skin i i saw that one yes dry skin i mean Oh, that becomes a part of the, the whole symptomatic um, experience of women going through menopausal stages. Yes, absolutely. Your, your skin tends to dry. Again, the main sex hormone is estrogen. And that hormone really does a lot for us. And, you know, a lot of women are happy when they don't have their menses. But I'll be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. I didn't want my menses to go because yeah, yeah. I knew of the effects that the lack of estrogen has in our body because our body starts to dry out you know estrogen also protects us from heart diseases from strokes cancer so you know it's a huge huge change our, yes. our internal our internal um how you say makeup is totally being revamped mm -hmm. and it, it it does affect our skin greatly yeah men men <laughs> we, we we may go through something similar. There's a thing called andropause. 
right? Yes. And it's really, you know, the, the, the gradual but progressive um, decline in the, in the serum, you know, testosterone. Why, yes. you know, as we as we age, you know, the, this uh, muscle atrophy and um, you know other other symptoms. So, so men actually have, have their own version of this thing, right? <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 um it, it tells me then that that we men we have to be very very um, sympathetic of women if, if you know if, if if there is such a um, way for us to react to respond but um we, we need to understand that what women are going through we have our own version of that andropause right so so we need to protect support our women as they go through this this challenge are you seeing this the sort of a discrimination um against women the, the sort of a bias as as they as we break the bias and the international women they we continue to break the bias against women struggling with things like these are you seeing any discrimination as it as you go along yes um dr white there has been um several there's still a stigma that exists in society at a society level there's a stigma against women going through menopause um, in a recent article from the UK that I was reading, um, a particular woman's story, she was being mocked at because she was forgetting things. Like I said, yeah. you experience a lot of brain fog, mental, you're not clear, lack yeah. of concentration, and women are being mocked at um, in this particular study. Also, um, there's not support in the workplace for women that are going through this oh. transition, which is a big thing for me and one that I want to be able to go into organizations and um, educate on because there's no support for women. It's, to, it's the belief that, oh, she's at the end of her life. She's no longer, you know, necessary, but that's totally not true and valid. And many women tend to believe that. So they keep their symptoms to themselves and they struggle through it. I'll tell you something, Dr. White, yeah. that um, in the UK alone, in back in 2019, there was a study done, a research done, and 900,000 women resigned from their jobs due to menopausal symptoms. Oh, yeah? Yes. Wow. It's really staggering and it's a disturbing outcome. And on a personal level, I do yeah. see in, the, in most of the forums that I've participated, I've seen women say that, oh, my bro boyfriend walked out on me. Yeah. You know, he doesn't understand or my husband doesn't understand me. So, yes, there's there, there, there there's a lot of education that we need to still impart to our community and society at large. Yeah. Later on, I'm going to be talking about your business. I know it, it you know, it, it, it um, actually aligned to, to this. But, yes. But, you know, as you talk, I, I reflected on this disability thing the american disability happened and so on and they, you have alluded to the to the fact and you know that there's no accommodation in organization for women with with um uh, menopausal challenges is it that we could say menopausal challenges is a form of quote-unquote disability um, that comes naturally can we say that um, we can, it is a natural process. It definitely yeah. is. And, you know, like I always tell my clients, you know, menopause is an, um, natural. It's yeah. not optional, but suffering right. through it is optional. 
Um, it, it does disable the woman if they don't yeah. do nothing about it. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to lead to disability like it did to me. Yeah. It was that I didn't know any better at the time of what I could do and the support my body needed and how I needed to change my life completely in order to now um, make way for this new phase. And I think there is a lot of women that don't you know there was a study done and many women i think there was over 75 percent that didn't know the difference of what was going on until they got the symptoms and mm -hmm. that's one of my reasons for spreading this message on on perimenopause you can you know have a smoother transition the earlier you start the better yeah yeah you know before i go into some question that i know it will be cheerful readiness for you to answer this this thing about the the discrimination against um, mature and menopausal women, and you know, I, I've done some 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 research and realized that it, it appears to sit quietly. It's like the the elephant in the room. No one wants to talk about it. Yes. And if it continues to go unnoticed, it will yes. perhaps be accepted. I'm gonna ask your view on that. Um, you know, and, and it you know it manifests itself in all areas of life. What's your view? And the fact that if it sits quietly like the elephant in the room, it will become a norm. Are you seeing the norm happening here or, or are you seeing that pending? You know, I see it pending, Dr. White, because there's a lot of women now that are speaking up against it and going into organizations. And I mean, there's a lot of work, a lot of legwork to be done yeah. to raise awareness in organization. But I believe it's getting into... Um, into the workplaces in the organization to be able to help this because it is it's the big elephant in the room that people yeah. don't want to address and you know quite frankly you know there are benefits for women going on a maternity leave and you know family leave this should be something that organizations should be able to, to support as well because it is a huge transition and you know it is it, it does create havoc for a woman life some more than others but for the majority of women it does yeah yeah you know it, it's it's really it's really something that i am now learning a lot about many yes. men many women too can you imagine that that really need this sort of education we talk about education educating men education educating leaders organizational leaders you know so that they understand and and you know ellen um a lot of lot of women who are mature uh, or not, you know, not educated, not, not, you know, academically, not that there's anything wrong with that. But um, I am saying that they, they would perhaps do um, a number of jobs and, and, and they, they, all right, look at it this way. Women who work in the domestic situation, right, um, as domestic, domestic helpers, they, 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 even the women I would want to think who are, who, who might have been going through that would not be so supportive of these employees. You, you see what I'm saying? Are you hearing that? I mean, I, I, the, the employer is a woman and I've gone through it, but they're not supportive of the, of the employees. I've read that, Dr. White. Yes, in all the articles, in several articles that I've read, um, okay. specifically, there's a lot more done in the UK than in the US, and that's where I'm finding my information. There has been reports that even women that are leaders in the organization are not aware when a woman is going through these changes. Yeah. And um, therefore, women are not speaking about it because, again, women feel shame. There's that stigma, yeah. that taboo that exists. And especially if, there are, if there's a male leader, yeah. they don't want to talk to men. Yeah. But when it's a woman, 
I think that women leaders need to be more aware because they themselves are know what that is like or will be knowing what that is like yeah. and should be um, they should be creating change in their organizations to help these women yes yeah. absolutely yeah and that is what we talk about accommodation and so on right yeah. in organization and in in the home where you have domestic helpers and so on and and again men we need to understand that the challenges as i've said to you men that we have a thing called andropause that we will eventually you know be be, be affected by those of those, those persons who have not um, been affected by it it's coming it's coming to us and and we we should um ensure that we take care of the women who are going through the, the counterpart menopause and and, and um ellen what 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 is the actual fatigue and how, how does this affect the, the menstrual um open? well that was one of my diagnoses and that's what's okay. one of the things that led to this my disability adrenal fatigue and this is what's happening dr white as the baton is being passed to the adrenals um the adrenals now have the job of creating sex hormones but based on your lifestyle and your stress level you know you can be having an overproduction of uh cortisol. This is part of the HPA axis, which is the hypothalamus pituitary gland. I call that the command hormone command center, if you will, to make it easier. Right. Mm -hmm. And from there that there's that overproduction of cortisol. If you're a woman that is constantly on the go, because, you know, unfortunately, um, our society tends to think that being busy equates to being successful. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily the case. You're not being successful. And sometimes it's it, it has to do with your own self-esteem in trying to give that perception that you're, you know, of uh, busy when in reality, um, you're really just hurting yourself. Yeah. Um, mm. The overproduction of cortisol, what happens is the adrenal then becomes, starts overproducing cortisol. If you're always on the go, 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 you yeah. have poor diet choices. You don't say no, you're overwhelmed, right? So that's what leads to adrenal fatigue because now it has the job of creating the sex hormones plus your lifestyle, your stress level. Yeah. That would eventually take you. And with menopause in the mix, you're gonna experience the symptoms wow. that much more intense in 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 frequency like I did. Yeah, adrenal fatigue, that's it. And you know, that is why organizational leaders need to understand this, because this whole thing about absenteeism in organization and the presentism as well because you can be present and yet still because of these challenges you're not really performing right so organizational leaders need to understand the challenges that women are going through will be going through because it's a natural process um during menopausal um the menopausal process what what are what are the the top three lifestyle changes women must implement to thrive during this this um sort of a challenge that they oh have? yes absolutely i do have i've in my own journey i was able to identify three things that are really critical for women to start addressing sooner rather than later and the first one has to do with toxicity having a high toxic load in the body equals cellular inflammation in order to be able to overturn our well-being around and take control of our health and overturn and overcome these symptoms we must reduce the toxins in our body 
And that requires a complete lifestyle change. You have to really think about this. Dr. White, your coffee cup lid has toxins. And every time you yeah. drink coffee, you're ingesting that. Yeah. When you're in perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, whatever phase, that is going to exasperate the symptoms even more because you're wow. ingesting toxins. So you have to release toxins from the body. You also have to reduce stress because stress is the underlying cause of cortisol and the lack and the, your reason why you're not losing weight because it also, if cortisol is high, your insulin levels are high as well. So that means leptin is high too. So it's just like a snowball effect. It, right. it, if one hormone is out of balance, it really gonna affect all your other hormones in a hierarchy that does exist, Dr. White. Yeah. And that women need to be able to know that this is important too. Cause really it's about managing hormones at this point. Yeah. And the third thing is your diet. If you have, if you go by the standard American diet here in the USA, yeah. eating the, the simple carbs, refined foods, the junk food, the fried foods, the cookies and crackers, <laughs> sugar loaded, yeah. Yeah. you're really not doing your health any good. And it's not going to help you to um, overcome your symptoms and feel yourself again. It really is just going to create and in addition to that, you know, in your food, you have to think about the oils that you're ingesting as well. There okay. are oils that causes inflammation. Dr. White, it's really about eating the healthy foods that lowers inflammation and gives you the support your body needs. Yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah, mentioned three things, but it seems remote. All of those three things seem remote uh, for, for, for women. And, and it, what happened? I mean, Women may want to say to us when they're watching this this episode that, hey, what is Ellen talking about? It's remote. I cannot deal with this. <laughs> talk to talk to them. What do you mean about um, the changes? Well, you start no, with the, no, not the changes. The, the lifestyle that they need to yeah. The, oh, the, their lifestyle. Changes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, Dr. White. I mean, the lifestyle you had up until you started transitioning or feeling changes or the symptoms no longer serves you. And as much as we want, we don't want to change our lifestyle, we're going to have to because unless you want to suffer through that. I mean, there was a study that came out and there's there was 75% of women not treating their symptoms. Okay. But imagine this, Dr. White, Forbes predicted that by 2025, 1.1 billion women would be in menopause. Can you imagine 75% of women not treating their symptoms? Yeah. What is going to happen to their livelihoods, their life, their, their, their family life themselves, their health? It really is important to address it because if you ignore the symptoms, you are going to have other health issues that are going to arise from that. Yeah. And you know, I'm an organizational behaviorist and I look at organization a lot. So what you're saying, you know, it, it's really important because organizations will also be affected Women, I, I, I don't have the stats now, but they, they, they make up a, a large percentage of organizations. And, and hey, if they're not able to perform, the organization in terms of labor production is going to be affected. So, everybody, it's everybody's business, right? Yes. I believe it's over 50% that women make up okay. the workforce. Um, Dr. White, last I checked, over 50%. Right. of the workforce so it's a large number of women that are out there that yeah. is going to affect um 
plenty. <laughs> mm, mm, that's important. Yeah. So this is Kenyut Exploration. I'm Dr. Kenyut White talking about menopausal stages. Um, I know women go through that, the challenges and overcome it because, you know, it's about overcoming the voices of, of women. But, and um, Ellen is with me. She represents the voices of many women going through the, the menopausal stage of their life and women who will be going through. So those who are 20, to, you know, in their 20s and, and early 30s, remember it's, part, it's, it's gonna happen. It's a natural process of life. And, and men, we go through a thing called um, andropause, right? Don't forget that, so support our women. Look, Ellen, what detox strategies are available that reduces um, this cellular um, inflammation that, that may present itself? There are several of them, Dr. White, and one of them, you know, is very controversial for a lot of people, but it was a lifesaver for me and one that I employ with my clients to see ultimate results. And the first one that I recommend, and it's being recommended in the functional medicine world, is uh, fasting. Okay. Fasting has a, um, it's, there's been numerous of studies done by the New England Journal Medicine of Medicine. I can't say it. I'm sorry, Dr. White. That's all um, right. But there's been a lot of uh, studies, scientific studies done on the benefits of fasting for women, uh, for people in general, not only women, you know, in general, right. it does, yeah. you know, um, it does the cell reproduction. It increases human growth home hormones production. Um, it, it, it reduces, um, it cleans your cells, it, it reduces, it helps with mental clarity. Mm -hmm. It really is one of the amazing and most fastest, fastest efficient way to reduce cellular inflammation, but you also okay. have healing foods as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I'm going to go into those foods, you know, uh, eventually, but, but if, if a, if a lady, a woman wants to start fasting. What, where does she begin? Well, you begin with intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is um, where you start at least fasting for 12. Intermittent fasting is considered between 13 and 15 hours, right? So you can start with 12 hours um, for a week and then until your body adapts. Drinking water, black coffee with no sugar or cream or milk or anything, just black coffee and tea. And then after a week, you increase that to 13 hours, and then you keep going until you reach a point where you feel comfortable. Uh, but there are many types of fasts that are have different purposes, Dr. White. Yeah. That's to begin intermittent fasting, again, considered between 13 to 15 hours, to be able to reduce as well inflammation in your cells. Um, you know, our, since, since, uh, since our founding fathers or hunter-gatherer age, yeah. There was such a thing as feast and famine, and they went plenty of days without eating, right? Yeah. They were hungry, but then they yeah. feasted, and they were they were much healthier than us back in the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, I I I, I grew up in, in Jamaica, right? And and when, when, <laughs> when I was younger, small, you know, child, I, I used to eat, you know, dumplings, right? Yeah, well, you know dumplings. Yes, right? yes, right? yes. Um, yes. We, we used to eat, like, um, 10, 15 dumplings in a, in a bowl of soup. <laughs> we eat a lot. But um, I'm saying this to say that um, fasting is, is, is very healthy. 
yes. that's what you're saying because yes, it, yeah it can be healthy it's very healthy it's been very beneficial it lowers blood sugar levels dr white um if you're insulin resistant it kicks you out of insulin resistant and fasting has even been known there's um um i can't remember the doctor's name at the moment it escapes me but um the the the, the guide to intermittent fasting the author of that guide um let me see if i find his name yeah. he has been able to reverse diabetes with fasting okay. and it has been um you know um a fantastic way for people to be kicked out of insulin resistance wow. dr jason fung and oh, okay. the complete guide to intermittent to fasting that's an, a great resource to start looking at i mean he has reversed um diabetes type 2 with mm. um intermittent with fasting so it is beneficial wow. all around dr white yeah you see that's important you know food to avoid i i i i found a list here ah food, yes <laughs> yes food um, not to eat and you know yeah and food to eat it, it, it's um what's your take even though i have that up on the screen and those persons watching can see it. what's your take on food to avoid definitely you want to be able to um the foods to avoid is the standard American diet, which is comprised of um, simple carbs, carbs that really don't do you any good. Um, one of them particularly, it was um, talked about in the functional medicine world and research showed that whole wheat is causes inflammation. So you got to be careful with your breads and the oils that you're ingesting. Basically, you want to be able to have the healthy oils, which is avocado, coconut, and olive oils um, to be able to in your foods, right? The, any other oils is not good. Soy is a controversial item, Dr. White, because yeah. soy people have seen great results, but the only way it's recommended, it's if it's organic, not genetically okay. modified or created. Soy has to be something that's um, organic in order for it to be beneficial. But yes, you have to have a whole a diet that is rich in leafy greens, in cruciferous fruits, in natural fruits, of course, not, not so much ones with high sugar content initially right. until you kick yourself out of, until your body gets out of insulin resistant because it has been shown, Dr. White, that insulin resistant is the precursor to Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's all related, Dr. White, you yeah. know, and the foods that we eat, I totally agree with what you have there. Food yeah. can either make us or be our slowest po a poison. Right. I'm seeing sweets here. I mean, hey, you know, especially those uh, um, who, who, um, late 30s who would be going through the, the premature menopause uh, stage. I, I, yes. I know they're not, you know, they, they, would, they would not want to avoid um, donuts and muffins. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those in their 50s. I mean. But I it's mean. possible, Dr. White, to be, so, so this is what's happening with sugar. Sugar really causes inflammation. Yeah. And it has been known to camouflage, you know, the current pandemic. There was a big thing of telling people to get off sugar because it camouflaged right. the virus. Right. So, but there are, you can, there are alternatives. There are plenty of alternatives to sweet. Monk fruit is a fantastic natural sweetener that has no calories, does not increase your blood sugar level. Mm -hmm. 
and it's um it's great and there's a, of course there's keto there's keto muffins that you can create yeah. now there we have seen a big um change in the nutrition world okay. where a lot of them are yeah. switching these recipes that were created with using items that is not healthy for us for more healthier options okay i got you i got you i'll talk about healthier options um let, let's look at the 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 wellness areas that women need to look at during the, the this this natural change um, going into menopause yes well you see the there are several areas that women need to keep top of mind dr white and that really is um you need to detox which i mentioned you yeah. need to change your diet and you need to uh, address stress but you also need to support your adrenals now more than ever because they're the ones that are producing your um sex hormones now right. you need to be able to balance your hormones through supporting your body through cellular health right your skin care so skincare is a big thing, Dr. White, because you yeah. know what? A lot of us women, we love to put on those creams and products and all yeah, that stuff. Definitely. <laughs> but you know what? They're, they are all toxic and contain toxins that are being in, ingested into our bodies. So yeah. we need to change to a skincare that is more organic and that is, is organic, that it's vegan, that it's less toxicity to the body because that contributes also to your symptoms you also need to improve your sleep sleep is very important because yeah. during sleep is when our body um, detoxes is when our body recharges the neurons is when our body cleanses it cleanses the cells especially if you're fasting yeah. You definitely need to take care of your major organs and detox them, and specifically your brain, of course, for mental okay. clarity, but your right. liver. If you don't detox your liver, see, estrogen is broken down in your liver. And if your liver is sluggish, when estrogen is broken down, Dr. White, yeah. there's one of them that is toxic and causes cancer. And if it's oh, sluggish okay. and it's not expelled by the body, it is stored in our fat cells. So see the plenty of areas, the liver is major as well as your digestion, your microbiome, because yeah. that area as well is where estrogen is broken down too. And it's mm. considered your second immune system, right? It's always communicating yeah, with your yeah. brain. So there is those are the areas that I usually have my clients focus on is over 12 areas to keep top of mind to be able to bring back the body into balance and come back healthier and stronger. Right. This is Kenyut Exploration. I'm Dr. Kenyut White sitting in with Elaine Franco. You know, we're talking about this menstrual, sorry, this um, menopausal, <laughs> menopausal <laughs> challenge because I know that it affects the, the menstrual uh, cycle, but um, the men menopausal um, for, um, period of your life. And, and um, Women, you you will be facing this. It's a natural, it's a natural process. And um, I am going to be talking to to Ellen now about her company, um, you know, Radiant Wellness Company. Talk talk to us about your company and how it fits into all of this this menopausal um, episode. <laughs> You know, you know, yes. Yeah, so let me just say that CO is for coaching. I just couldn't. Oh. It. 
It's okay. No worries. Yeah. Those of you who are not seen, right? Yeah. You are listening on your favorite <laughs> podcast platform. I yeah. see that CEO. So I figured that. So it's really radiant wellness coaching. Yes. All right. Radiant <laughs> wellness coaching. And um, thank you, Dr. White, for asking me that. Um, I just wanted to mention one other area that women should also look to do is movement and exercise, which is helpful. But radiant wellness, all those areas that I spoke about, right? Um, my, I'm in the business of helping business women because it happened to me during work and I experienced a health breakdown ending in short-term disability in solving their challenges with uh, perimenopause and menopause. And that really means taking them through a, pro, a holistic program as a certified holistic wellness coach that I became because I had to reclaim my health and also to go out there and help other women not experience what I did. It's a holistic approach that you need to take in order to bring your body back into balance. Because Dr. White, if one area is out of whack, it's going to impact others. And as we spoke about previously, there is a snowball effect, right? So these are areas that are important for women to keep top of mind and really have um, a lot of self-care. And I coach them through how to do this, how to detox their body, how to reduce inflammation, how to lose the weight, because that's their number one pain point. Oh yeah. You know, to lose the weight because we gain, we gain, and we don't know where it's coming from, but we know there's an underlying cause. So I educate women on those underlying causes and I, walk them, I talk them through, I teach them the the strategies, the natural strategies and tools, and we implement them. And I'm there with them along the way to help them through that journey. Mm, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, we're going to talk to some some folks though, um, Ellen. Starting with that, that woman watching, that woman watching, saying, hey, I am just 32. I, I, I you know, I'm just, I'm young. So why should I be concerned about this menopausal thing at this stage of my life? Talk to that female. Well, I think you definitely want to be, you want to, you don't want to be surprised by it. Many women were surprised by the the symptoms like me because I had, I mean, I knew of menopause, but you know, you go through life thinking that it's not going to affect you until you actually go through it. And having awareness is the one of the, best ways for you to be able to prepare for it is the first thing being aware of what is menopause and what your body may go through you know you are young you're healthy now but implementing practices healthier practices now before you get there will help to ensure a smoother transition for your body because your body will already be supported enough for it to transition and it's, this is not to say that you may not experience some of the symptoms, but you may not experience it as bad as many of us women that have not prepared have gone through. And you will prevent having to deal, like myself, may, with, a, with a potential health breakdown, with probably um, your work, you know, having to change careers, or as, as I've mentioned before, 900,000 women in the UK left their jobs. So you, you want to really be prepared for it. The more, the better, and the sooner, the better. And start eating healthier, implementing practices that will support your body for that transition. 
great. So that was to those young females, probably twenties, early thirties, that say, "Hey, why am I concerned about this now?" I want you know to talk to those ladies who are actually going through. Just, just, just talk personally to that lady watching, saying, "Hey, I'm going through this." Just, just you know. Yeah, yeah, my heart goes out to them because I know what is there. I've been there. I know what you feel. I know that you feel you're in an alien body. Many women, if not yourself, hate them, hate their bodies. And that's really sad. It breaks my heart because there really is um, alternative natural solutions that you can do. Please don't lose hope. I, I know that um, there is medis, medication that you can take, but I don't advocate that medication because it really increases your risk of other diseases. I advocate for natural solutions. There have been plenty, thousands of women that have overturned their well-being. So don't lose hope. There are people like us that are out there helping women naturally to regain reclaim their health and turn their health and well-being around and it's possible for you to feel your amazing self again it is possible if you give yourself the love that your body needs it's all about self-love and self-care now that you're going through this transition you got to keep yourself top of mind you are no longer on the back burner you really have to put yourself first and and so seek out the help that you need from natural um, practitioners or certified holistic wellness coaches myself to help you and give you everything you need so that you can um, leverage that for the rest of your life and get your life back. I, I, I want you to talk to other two other categories of people, but first the the, the men who are in relationship with these women who are going through menopausal crisis. Talk to those men, that man watching who, who his wife, girlfriend uh, is going through that sort of a challenge and, and he's, he's frustrated. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't understand it. Yeah, one of my things, Dr. Y, is also to be able to get more um, in my um, business is to talk to the men as well. And it's really just having a lot of um, knowledge, being able to educate yourself as well as to what the women is going through. I want to be able to provide this for men as well to show them um, because I believe that knowing is one thing, but actually seeing it and really getting down to the deep levels of knowing what's actually going on in the body will help them to be more understanding and help them to be more uh, empathetic of the plight their their wives or girlfriends are going through. You know, um, it really takes um, having that um, predisposition to say, hey, let's figure out what's going on in the body and let's try to get that um, help for you so you can feel your amazing self instead of fighting against it and making her feel bad for her for what she's going through because this is a natural process of both of our lives for men and women we're all going to go through this it's, 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 it's the rite of passage we're, we're transitioning into midlife and this is going to affect our body so having the knowledge having the awareness being there supporting her and helping her find the help that she needs to help her, I think is um, will, will help her tremendously. And being that um, shoulder to lean on and cry on, even if you don't know what to say, it's okay. You don't need to say anything. Just being there is uh, it's a great help. Yeah, but before I, I go into your contact and so on so that the audience can, can know where to find you, talk to, we talk about accommodation in organizations. 
right? No, I, yes. I find that that's very, very important. Yes, it right? is. Um, I agree. I, yeah, I want you to talk to organizational leaders, HR practitioners out yes. here as it relates to this. this, this yes, I thank you so much, Dr. White, because I've been reaching out to HR professionals to let me in and telling them about how important and detrimental it is for them to open a space in their organization to support these women. Bottom line, it's going to affect your productivity. A woman that's not able to concentrate, that feels confused, that hasn't slept, may end up in short-term disability like I did. And there you are, you know, affecting bottom line productivity levels, and you're not going to be running your organization efficiently if you have women that are 40 and above that are going through this and that are afraid or feel ashamed of speaking about it. I encourage you to open a space to speak about it, to support women going through this phase and to train your managers, to create programs that will train your managers on, on identifying the symptoms and creating a more work-life balance for them that is an exception to the, to the majority to help them go through this new phase of their lives. If you value your employees, I believe this should be your on your on your list to provide these type of benefits for them. I really encourage you and let people like myself into your organization to help educate your your employees on that. Um, so this way, it's an it's a it's a holistic approach to addressing this issue that is affects all women around the world. Yeah, thanks for that. And you know, Kenny Exploration and. Uh, me, Dr. Kenyon White, you know, support the, the effort there. I would like to see some sort of a, a, a conversation going on within the organization to, to ensure that women remain um, cope, coping. Yeah, not, not because it's a natural process. They'll have challenges, but here able to deal with it, cope with it, and um, that the organization will continue to run because women are very important within the organization. Absolutely, right. Dr. White. They make part of you. They make over fifty percent of the yeah. workforce. And if the if the organizations are open to bringing in the experts and the people to help, you know, it you know it would be such a great relief to know that these women are being supported and don't end up in short term disability and resigning like I did. You yeah. know, I I was one of those statistics. So, yeah. I we want to prevent that as much as possible. Yeah. That's important. And then, what's the contact for you? Talk to us. Where can we find you? Where can organizations find you? Right in, in the description of this episode, I must say to my audience, uh, my listeners, that um, it, it, Ellen website is there, link is there, and um, Instagram link. But she's going to tell us more about finding her. Yes. Well, I, you do have my website. You can con con connect with me through my website, through Instagram as well. I'm also on Facebook and on LinkedIn. Um, really having um, my, my businesses on there, just trying to reach out to organizations to bring awareness on the importance to support women. So I'm in um, all those major platforms and you can find me there. Um, and I'd be happy to connect with you and continue the conversation. Yeah, well done, well done. This was Can You Exploration, your topic in a podcast, part two of um, the voices of, of challenge women. And uh, Ellen was just one of those voices uh, representing the voices of women with menopausal challenges 
and um, you know we continue the, the, the process with part three and four and part number five just to, to celebrate women um during the, the history month marches women history month and uh, you know to celebrate women to bring some awareness of some of the issues some of the challenges that women are having and see how best we can break the bias right as it yes. to this thanks for coming ellen and thank Jen. you for having me dr why it has been such a pleasure and I hope that this has been um, valuable to your audience on what next steps women and men can take towards helping each other out. Thank you. I appreciate it. Goodbye.